It's time for you to be sent to the principal's office. That's something you may have heard as a kid, but it's something you may aspire to as an adult. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Mel Vandevoort, and today we're going to be talking about navigating the path to school leadership from classroom to the principal's office. Last week, I talked about the why and the what when it comes to transitioning from teacher to principal, and today I'm going to talk about the how. We're going to explore the signs that indicate a readiness for leadership, the essential mind shift that it takes, and the specific requirements to get yourself into a principal position. So buckle up as we map out your journey to the principal's office. Hi, friend. Are you ready to move into a leadership position? Do you have interests and ambitions that you want to pursue, but feel like you don't know how to take that next step? Maybe you want to start your own coaching or consulting agency. I'm Mel, and I help educators define their career path through correct mindset, knowing your options, and getting prepared for your career transition. I will show you how to level up your leadership skills, share your expertise in a new way, create impact on a larger scale, and put your leadership in motion. As an educator for over 20 years, I started to feel underused and like I had more to give. I knew when the time had come for me to leave the classroom and affect change on a larger level. Now, I'm ready to help you determine where your talents and skills mesh with your passions and interests, put your leadership in motion, and move into that next phase of your educational career journey. Let me help you define your career path by having the right mindset, knowing your options, and getting prepared for that next leadership position. So power up and put your leadership in motion. Hey guys, I'm a little bit late getting an episode out today. I have been swamped this past couple of weeks. I was preparing for a workshop, EdCamp style workshop on Monday. Then I had a summit that I was preparing for that I did on Tuesday. And so I have been either preparing for my presentations on the road to and from my presentations or on Zoom presenting. Plus, I was recording for my other podcast. I had some discovery calls and my coaching clients and my son's birthday fell in there. So I went home to see him for a little bit and celebrate his birthday. But now I'm here and hopefully it's worth the wait. When I was ready to transition into the principal's office and make my little trek down to the principal's office myself, I had leadership mindset all over the place. I was very much in the frame of what do I need to do to make sure that I am ready to move into a leadership position, into the principal position? I wasn't necessarily unhappy being a teacher or being in the classroom, I just was ready to move into a different position. I just had this very strong desire to do something more. And I was very unhappy with the way that I saw professional development being handled. And I wanted to do something different and teach teachers in a different way and educate them to be much better teachers through professional learning. So funny story, I just realized my microphone was not plugged up. 
I have been so busy this morning trying to get everything done that I just started recording and didn't even pay attention. So you might notice a slight difference in the first two minutes of this episode, but I don't want to have to go back and re-record. So let's hope it's better from here on out. So as I was saying, I was really ready to do something more for the face of education. Plus, Not only professional learning was a passion of mine, but I also had student leadership as a passion. I was so much all about junior beta club. That's what we had at the school where I taught. We didn't have National Honor Society, but junior beta club, since I was in the middle school, that that was a passion and I was so excited to do it and make sure that I had a hand in preparing some of our students for future leadership. But your passion, your purpose for wanting to move into a principal position may be something else. It might be your passion for mentoring or a desire for just a broader impact on legislation, policy. Or you may just simply like a challenge and you're ready to move into something a little more challenging. Whatever your reason, it is valid. And when you know, you know. When you know it's time to go, you know it's time to go. You might want to do a little bit of assessment about your leadership mindset. Be a little introspective and see if you have a leadership mindset. And if you are lacking in some areas, you might want to grow those skills before you move into any kind of leadership position, especially a principal position, because being a principal is not for the faint of heart. And if you don't have a leadership mindset, it's going to be a rough road. When you're in the classroom, sometimes you're very siloed in your thinking and you really only think about maybe just your own classroom or a couple of classrooms in the hallway where you are, or maybe your specific wing or building, whatever that is, it's not always big picture. But when you are thinking to move into a principal position, you have to think about all of the grade levels that are going to be in your charge. So you have to go from that individual thought to that collective impact thinking. Consider how the decisions you are making can contribute to the overall improvement and success of your school, not just your classroom, your grade level, or your wing or your building. Embrace a growth mindset. If you are stagnant in your thinking, it's going to be a hard job being a principal because you have to have a growth mindset. Things are changing often and and quickly, and you have to look at challenges as growth opportunities. You're going to grow your skills. You're going to grow your knowledge. You're going to know what not to do. We all mess up when we first become principals. There are things that I did that I wish I hadn't or had with things I wish I had done better, but I learned from those. I grew. I didn't get in trouble from my superintendent. He was very compassionate and empathetic that I was a first-year principal, and he helped me through that. Plus, I had a mentor who had been a principal for a couple of years that I worked with very closely. She was the middle school principal in my district, and she helped me navigate my first year with much more success than I would have had on my own. And you have to make decisions quickly sometimes. Now, there are some you can sit on and think about, but sometimes you have to make some decisions pretty quickly. So practice making decisions in your current teaching role and start with those smaller choices and then gradually tackle some of those bigger things that you have to make decisions about. But remember, when you are a principal, your decisions affect not just your classroom, but your whole building and maybe even on a district level as well. 
And if you are not a great communicator, you are going to have to grow those communication skills. You need to practice those clear and effective communication skills with your colleagues, with your parents, with your kids in your classroom. You can practice right now from your current position and build your resilience. Think about some challenging moments. What did those look like? How did you handle it? What were your feelings? What lessons did you learn? And you're going to have to think about collaboration over competition. Guys, when I was in the classroom, I wanted to do the best I could and I wanted to be a shining star. We all do, at least I hope so. And I was a little competitive and I didn't always want to share my trade secrets because I didn't want somebody else being better than me, which was not correct thinking. We are all here to make sure every student is successful in their educational journey. And we need to share the good things we're doing so others can do them too. And you need to learn from others as well. Nobody knows everything there is. And you can continue to grow no matter what position you are in or how long you've been in that position. When I was ready to move into a principal position, I was confident, but I was also a little scared. You can have confidence, but still be scared. And I had some fears. I had some doubts, had a little bit of imposter syndrome, but I was okay. Nobody expects you to be perfect your first year as a principal. And everyone knows that you are going to learn and you're going to grow as you become more seasoned. You did not know everything about being a teacher when you first stepped into the classroom, but you learned quickly, and that's what will happen as a principal too. When you're ready to take that step into being a principal, you're going to have to be prepared. Start growing those skills, and the way to do that is to start seeking out some leadership opportunities. Think about the areas in your building or your district where you can volunteer and grow those skills? Are there committees that you can join? Are there initiatives that you can head up? Find someone who has not been in the building as long as you and be their mentor. Even if they have a mentor, maybe it's your co-teacher that's new to the district or to teaching completely. Be their mentor. Help them navigate their first year. Seek out professional learning opportunities. Go to some different professional development opportunities. They usually have an aspiring leader program that you can be part of. I went to an aspiring leader program here in Missouri. It was great. I learned some things and it helped me navigate that transition and grow those skills. Build a very strong professional network. The more people you know, the better off you will be when you start looking for a principal position. Not only will it help you grow your skills and your leadership prowess, but it could ultimately help you find positions that are open. If people know you personally, it could be a good thing in helping you get an interview. When you're attending conferences or workshops, network with people. Don't just sit in the corner and listen and take in everything and then leave. Get to know people while you're there. More than likely, there are going to be some educational leaders that you can talk with. Join some online communities. Network with people on Twitter. LinkedIn is a great place to connect with people. There are some amazing Facebook principal groups that you can join and learn. You don't have to even say anything while you're in there. You can just sit. You can be a lurker and you can listen. You can hear what they're saying. 
They ask questions. Others give answers. It's a great learning opportunity. And continue to learn from your current position. You can lead from where you are, like I said, but you also have to teach like a champion because when you're ready to go somewhere, you're going to want someone to give you a reference and you want a good one. You want them to say, this person is astounding in the classroom. I know they will be a super leader. And as for certification, you're going to have to check with your specific state's education department and see exactly what the requirements are. You're going to need a principal certification. So you're going to have to find a master program in educational administration or maybe educational leadership, depending on what college it might be called something different. And once you have your degree, you're going to have to take your certification test and pass that, or at least be in the process when you start applying. And when it is time for you to take that leap and start applying to all of those wonderful principal positions, you're going to need a well-crafted, compelling resume and cover letter. All of those skills that you've been building all of this time as you were being a teacher leader in the classroom, you can add those to your resume and your cover letter now. And you'll have to think about the language around what goes into your resume. Make sure that you are not talking teacher now, that you're talking leader. But those skills are transferable. It can be the same skill, but it can be transferred and called something different on your resume for leadership. Let me give you an example. When you're thinking of classroom management, teacher language would be, I effectively manage my classroom by setting clear expectations, creating positive learning environment, and addressing behavioral issues promptly. When you are thinking as a leader, you're going to want to use different language. So you would say something like, I implement comprehensive behavior management strategies across the school to ensure a positive and disciplined learning environment. Another example would be around data. You might say, as a teacher, you might say something like, Utilize student performance metrics to identify areas for improvement. As a leader or a principal, or when you're applying for a principal position, you would want to say something like, inform decision-making by synthesizing data trends, teacher feedback, and performance metrics. And this is an area where I can help you if you're ready to write that resume, but you just don't know how to word it as a leader. Let me help you. Connect with me. I have a link in the show notes where you can either email me or you can have a strategy session with me. I would love to help you with that process. And then when you get that first interview, which is so exciting, you want to make sure you are completely prepared. What I have always done is I have looked up interview questions and practiced. I scripted out some possible answers. You are never going to know what all they're going to ask you, but you want to be as prepared as possible. And all of the experience that you have been getting as a leader from the classroom is going to translate into that interview. You will have that language. Make sure that you go from teacher language to leader language. You have to practice that as well. That's not just on your resume. You need to practice that leader language for your interview also. 
When you are ready, guys, you're going to know. You're going to know it's time to move into a leadership position and principal is an excellent position to move into. I loved my years as being a principal. I grew so much. My leadership skills developed so much more. My mentors were amazing. I got some great opportunities to be in some leadership development programs as a principal. Those programs helped me refine my skills even more than they already were. Being a principal is one of those positions where you get to be in a leadership position and you get to impact change on a larger scale, but you still get to be in there with the kids. You get to love on kids every day and you get to talk to them every day. When I was ready to leave the classroom, the one thing that really kept me from wanting to as much was the fact that I loved being around my students. So principal, being a principal was a great compromise for me. I got to be in a leadership position and help navigate some changes that I really wanted to see happen, but I also still got to enjoy having children in my presence every day. It is one of the most challenging, but one of the most rewarding positions that you can move into when you're ready to transition out of the classroom. And I hope today's show was a blessing to you as you continue on your path toward everything that God has in store for your life and your career. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift you up and give you peace. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye.